in the grand scheme of things, we find ourselves in a situation of unpleasantry, realizing that God is the one who gave us strength to come to him, realizing that he is the one who planted the seed of goodness in us that draw that drew us near to him. Realizing that it was his spirit that strengthened us through the hard times. It was his grace and mercy and word. It was it was his forgiveness. It was his will that we sought his will for it to be done. His sovereignty. It was him who brought us to him. Many are called. Which is why pride is such a bad thing. Because pride in essentially says that it was you who done it without God. And God is like, how dare you, you know. It was my strength that strengthened you to have strength when you had none. It was my wisdom that made you wise. It was my understanding that helped you understand. It was me that was walking and working through you to get you to where you are. And now where you stand. Why would you say that it is of your own merit? It was because of your own situation. How can we, or one, realizing at the crossroad that they have been in a position unpleasant to the Lord, turn from that situation and go back to where they were. It is as simple. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven. He will forgive their sins. He will hear their land. The portion of the person at the crossroads is to humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from wicked ways. I'm not sure if it has to be in that order. If, it, if I was you, you know, if you, you know, because of the word of God, you know, do it. Do it in that. Um, humble yourself and pray. Seek him. Turn from wicked ways. You know, let him do the rest of the work. There's nothing else to be done. We can't be instruments. Instruments cannot operate on their own volition. Instruments of God cannot operate without the Spirit of God. Truthfully, the kingdom of light cannot be, mm, the word I'm looking for is, uh, counterfeited in a sense where the work that's being done in the counterfeit sense is acceptable to God. Now there'll be many that be able to do and do and do what God won't accept. It is imperative for us to seek the Lord the way the Lord wants to be sought. That we love on him the way that he wants to be loved. What good is it if we treat somebody in a way that they don't want to be treated and call it love? That's not real love. There is a way that seems right to me, but the end of 
We can't do what we want to do and assume God is going to accept everything we do. These are the ones that said, but, 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 but. We ain't trying to have none of that. Nobody's trying to have any of that when they come face to face. When God pierces his eyes on you and sees you for who you are and takes you in a split second on a journey of all the instances that you had to turn away, to surrender, to, to put it down, to stop, to, to, to draw near to him, to be, seek his face, to draw nigh to him, to repent, to forgive, to have mercy, to let go, to give, to stand strong, to read the word to worship, you know, to really be transparent with him, and you neglected it for whatever reason, what do you do then? What can you say then? When we have took our hand and pushed away the Father's love as if it was rotten meat or disgusting slimy veggies to a kid on the other side of the table, like, that ain't what I want. What do you do then? How do you respond? There is eternity that there's eternity that lie that lays in front of you. There are people that work for the agent of evil, praying against, uh, praying for that the will of the enemy to be done, to for there to be division and destruction in the churches. That people operate in bad ways, and that the the, the the kingdom of light get toppled under. And then there's the spirit of light, where people are praying that the righteousness of God be revealed, that the light of Christ shine ever bright, that the will of the Father be done on earth as it is in heaven and, and and then you have the people in the middle that just seems oblivious like you know life is going to go on we can you know skip to my loot the sun is shining the wind is blowing you know not knowing that this condition and the state of that they're in the middle in between a battle and a spiritual war so we got to wake up and I'm not talking about trying to keep your third eye woke and be woke but we got to wake up and allow the Spirit of God to lead us appropriately and really run after Him as the deer pants for the water, so does my soul pant after thee. Where we really seek God as a person in a dry and desperate or desolate land? Dry and thirsty land? Dry and weary land? Well, a dry and some kind of land. Not a land of plenteous. Seek God with the same desperation because we don't know what lies ahead we don't know what becomes of us tomorrow we don't know the breakdown of the hours to come and what we would rather do is have God on our side as these things unfold remember the storm hit both houses of the man that built his house on the rock and the man that built his house on the sand. The Bible didn't say if you build your house on a rock, then nothing will happen and you'll be okie-dokie. No, the storm hit both their houses. They both had to go through it. They both had to feel the wind. They both had to get drenched by the rain. They both houses had to be tested in that instant. And if we are not grounded, we will not last. And it is not up to us to tell God not to bring the storm. We cannot pray that prayer. It is up to us to have God guide us so that we're building on the rock. So that when the storms of times or the test of times or the winds and rains of circumstance come, we can stand ever brightly 
and shine like the city on a hill. How can you be a city on a hill if you're in the sand? You'll be a hill full of sand. It don't even make sense. When the rain comes, it all shrinks down. There's no real support. The stone that the builders rejected, that was the chief cornerstone. The rock that they resisted was the rock that they needed. For whatever reason, because of storm, because of rain, because of wind, because of finances, because of life, because of this, because of that, all of these things are temporal. The Bible says that the suffering of this present world will not compare to the glory that will be revealed in us. We cannot pass up the opportunity to receive a full reward. Let's not let the enemy take anything. He owes us. He owes because we've allowed him to run our lives. We've allowed him to talk that nonsense. We've allowed him to lie on us. We've allowed him to accuse us. We've allowed him to take things from us. We've allowed him to, 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 to have us act in a way that hurt others. We've allowed him to, to do that. And instead, now that we can stand at the crossroads, you can make that decision to take back, to surrender to submit and be that person that he can't touch because you're valuable to God. Let that be our prayer. That we humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways so that he can hear from heaven, forgive our sins and heal our land. That if we are away, that we return and come back to him. That we be not the land desolate, that he has to strip of every beautiful thing. That we be not the one that does a byword and a approach where people walk past and shake their head and say this person or this lifestyle or this situation or this individual did not serve God but turned their way and this is why they fall, their fall was great. This is why their land is desolate. This is why their home is in the ash heap. Because they did not heed the word of the Lord. Let your light so shine that men may see your works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We can be a testimony of greatness or we can be a testimony of God's wrath. God's greatness or God's wrath. Which can we choose? We can only choose one. Let the judgment of the Lord find us in safety so that we're protected by his hand and that the wind of circumstance don't blow us away but that the wind of circumstance makes us run to the Father and latch on latch on latch on until you make me strong so that I can stand on my own two feet latch on till I'm able to to, to pick up the hammer and hit the rock until I can dig in deep and get my position straight latch on until I'm wise enough to know the, the blueprint that you've given me. Just latch on. 